Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls and wish to catch them on a podcast, you can look up SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and Tier 90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging, all pushed together as one word. And these calls will pop up their archive back more than 13 years at this point, which is how long the Tier 90 program has been in existence. If you're listening to this and it's a podcast and you wish to catch us live, Dial in to 712-775-8972, and when it prompts for the conference code, put in 910022 to join us live. We are thrill- would be thrilled to have you along with us. Our panel does these calls in support of your TR90 efforts. And with that being said, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. Our... Um, I come to you with an education background, but a huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise going back more than 45 years as I had grandparents that were not in um, great health, and I didn't want to travel down some of the health-challenging paths that they did, and so I've done many things over the years to offset that. I came into the TR90 program from the R90 program, its immediate predecessor, and while R90 worked well, TR90 worked for me tons better. Um, when they put the supplements with the nutrition and the exercise all together in the format that they did, I was able to lose 20 body inches in about six months. So it's highly recommended that you take those measurements at least once a month. Check how your clothes are fitting. If you have a regular scale don't look at what the number on the scale said because I didn't lose an ounce, but I lost inches. So unless you have an Omron scale or one of the scales that does um, muscle versus body fat, then you might get a more true picture. So that TR90 program, when you're first starting out, is your one really good, clean, lean meal a day two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Taking those supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best. If you're not able to do that, do take it with your meals. They will still work. Many times I had to take them with my meals just because um, I'm a substitute teacher and I never knew when lunch was going to be. and couldn't plan 15 minutes ahead because... um, Things kept shifting in my day. Taking your supplements, so I said taking your supplements 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is best, but if you're not able, take them with your meals. The other thing with meals is you're getting seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables will give you your macronutrients, which is your protein, your fiber, your um, fats and carbohydrates and sugars. Your micronutrients, which you're also getting from those fruits and vegetables, which happens to be your vitamins and minerals. And 
if you're getting those fruits and vegetables close to their source, well, you're getting fiber. And fiber helps in two ways, one of which is for satiety or that feeling of fullness. The other way that fiber helps is for good digestive health. Guys need about 45 grams of fiber daily for that good digestive health. And ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber for the same purposes. The next thing on the list is 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise at least five days a week. So that's a minimum of 150 minutes a week. And it can be whatever exercise you desire. It could be walking, swimming, hiking, dancing, cleaning house, gardening, whatever makes you happy, gets you up and moving. And you can do it in one 30-minute chunk, two 15-minute chunks, or three 10-minute chunks, depending on what fits best into your lifestyle. Because remember, this is a lifestyle change. Then you should be concerned about your hydration. Your baseline formula for hydration is one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if, for instance, you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at a minimum 50 ounces of water daily and then um, increasing it if you're exercising heavily or if you are sweating profusely due to humidity. Um, And if you think you're hungry, many times stop, drink a glass of water, wait five minutes, see how you're feeling because it may be that dehydration is already starting to set in as it does mask itself as uh, hunger when it's first starting to set in. And the other thing that I recommend is to make sure that you're getting um, seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That really helps set you up for making good decisions the next day, clears out toxins, um, stores memories, repairs muscles and tissues. It just does a multitude of things while you're sleeping. So on Tuesday, I left off with um, some of the diet sweeteners versus panacea or propaganda. And we got into the first couple of them. Well, I'm going to review all five of them. So there's um, the pharmacokinetic difference between uh, and the pharmodynamics of the diet sweeteners or the artificial sweeteners. There is the hypothetical concern that if you drink soda that your tongue tastes either sugar or or a diet sweetener and it doesn't know which and it sends that sweet signal to the brain and sets you up for problems. There's the possibility that exists that diet sweeteners may change the composition of the intestinal bacteria. This may generate inflammation and increased deposition of visceral fat. And we don't know the role that diet sweeteners may play in sugar addiction. So downregulating the dopamine receptors by sucrose means that you have (coughs) to supply more sugar the next time to get the same effect, which creates a positive feedback system driving further intake of said sweeteners. And the last one was the issue of diet sweetener safety is extremely complex, and the FDA party line is if it's approved, it's safe. But is it really? Well, 
Concerns continue to abound about the aspartame despite its availability on the market for the past 30 years. Then there's the other side. The sugar industry has loads of reasons for blurring that landscape and any diet sweetener that threatens their dominance generates a no-holds-bar takedown. And they've attacked every diet sweetener that has appeared on the market since saccharin. So today we're jumping into how to navigate a food label. This is information from Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Sugar, Processed Food, Obesity and Disease. It was written by Robert H. Lustig, MD, MSL. And we're going to be going over the first five, um, five rules on how to navigate that food label. Controlling your personal food environment is all about the point is all about the point of decision. How do you navigate your supermarket? It's a minefield. Your first rule is if you go to the market hungry, all is lost. Second rule, shop on the periphery of the supermarket. If you go into the shelves, you've gone off the ranch. So that means um, shopping the edges, the sides and the back. Third rule, real food doesn't have or need a nutritional facts label. The more labels you read, the more garbage you're buying. Fourth rule, real food spoils, which is a good thing. If the bacteria can digest it, that means you can too, since your mitochondria are just repurposed bacteria. There are three major downsides to eating real food. The first is that it takes time to cook, but by eating real food, you automatically increase your levels of fiber and micronutrients and reduce your fructose and trans fat. The second is that it spoils, so you can't keep it in your pantry indefinitely. The third is that real food is more expensive. That's the biggest problem. And rule number five, Find the hidden sugar, and they hide it well. The nutrition facts label requires the listing of ingredients by mass. By using different forms of sugar in any given product, the food industry can add many different sugars to one product. The grams don't change, but the order on the food label does. The food industry has at least 40 other names for sugar in an effort to hide it on the label. But a discerning eye can always spot them. Caveat emptor or buyer beware. So various names for sugar added to processed food. Agave nectar, Barbados sugar, barley malt, beet sugar, blackstrap molasses, brown sugar, buttered syrup, Cane juice crystals, cane sugar, caramel, carob syrup, castor sugar, confectioner sugar, corn syrup, corn syrup solids, crystalline fructose, date sugar, demerra, rare sugar, dextran, dextrose, diastatic malt, diatase, methyl malatol, Evaporated cane juice, Florida crystals, fructose, fruit juice, 
fruit juice concentrate, galactose, glucose, glucose solids, golden sugar, golden syrup, grape sugar, high fructose corn syrup, honey, icing sugar, invert sugar, lactose, malt syrup, maltodextrin, maltose, maple sugar, molasses, muscovado sugar, organic raw sugar, panocha, raw sugar, refined syrup, rice syrup, sorghum syrup, sucrose sugar, treacle, turbinado sugar, and yellow sugar. And out of all of those, these are the ones that contain fructose. That's your agave nectar, your Barbados sugar, beet sugar, blackstrap molasses, brown sugar, buttered syrup, cane juice crystals, cane sugar, caramel, carob syrup, castor sugar, confectioner sugar, crystalline fructose, date sugar, demerara sugar, um, evaporated cane juice, Florida crystals, fructose, fruit juice, fruit juice concentrate, golden sugar, golden syrup, grape sugar, high fructose corn syrup, honey, icing sugar, invert sugar, maple uh, maple syrup, molasses, muscovado sugar, organic raw sugar, panocha, raw sugar, refined syrup, sorghum syrup, sucrose, sugar, treacle, and turbinado sugar, as well as yellow sugar. So those last ones that I listed are the ones that contain fructose. Plus, the food industry is introducing, introducing sugar to infants at, ev- at ever earlier age. Abbott Labs makes Isomil a lactose-free baby formula. The lactose is substituted for 10.3% sucrose. A Coke is 10.5% sucrose, so they're basically giving you the equivalent of a Coke in your baby formula. Mead Johnson discontinued production of their chocolate-flavored toddler formula, Infagro, in 2010 because of the backlash from the consumers regarding the amount of sugar required to balance the chocolate, which is inherently bitter. However, the vanilla version is still on the market. And according to the Center for Science in the Public Interest, Gerber and Heinz add sugars and and or starchy fillers to more than half of their second and third stage fruits and several second stage vegetables. Is it any wonder that we have an epidemic of obese six-month-olds? So how to curb your sugar consumption? Start with eliminating all sugared beverages. We were designed to eat our calories, not drink them. Just think of a soda as fructose delivery vehicle. Similar to cigarettes, the juice is worse than soda. Juice has 5.8 teaspoons of sugar per cup. Soda has 5.4 teaspoons of sugar per cup. Eat your fruit, don't drink it. Second, Take all of your recipes and wherever sugar is called for, reduce the amount by one-third. I promise your home-baked goods will 
be better tasting and better for you. You can actually taste the chocolate, the oatmeal, the nuts. Lastly, make dessert special. When I grew up, dessert was once a week. Now it's once a meal and also at snack time. My children know that a weekday dessert means a piece of fruit. The weekends are reserved for something more elaborate. I guarantee you they won't feel deprived. If a food has a nutrition facts labeled by definition, it's processed. Everyone immediately focuses on the total calories and the grams of saturated fat. These are the least important properties of any food. There's the re- Here's the real scoop on what to look for on a nutrition facts label. If it's a liquid, it should have five calories or less. Unflavored milk is the only exception. Remember, milk sugar is lactose, which turns into glucose in the liver, not fructose here. If it's a solid, it should have three grams of fiber or more. If the words partially hydrogenated, a.k.a. trans fat, appear anywhere, it's been designed not to go rancid, so it will very well outlast you. If any form of sugar is one of the first three ingredients, it's a dessert. Here are the two examples of how to use this simple rule at the point of contact. And I think we'll jump into that probably tomorrow. Um, As I said, we're still navigating that food label. And at the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook, One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business. With that, this is Susan Mann. For November 2nd, 2023, signing out, I welcome any thoughts or comments you have. If you're one of my shy people, you can always send me a text at 503-502-4863 and let me know any thoughts, concerns, questions you may have and that you're part of the TR90 group and I would be thrilled to help you. So there we have it, my friends, the beginning part on how to navigate those food labels. Hopefully hopefully you found that of interest. There are tons of sugars that are listed, which is a sad thing, but we need to know what they are so we know what to look for. And as always, thank you to both Frank and Brian for all their technical wizardry and genius in keeping us up and running and keeping things posted on SoundCloud. With that, I'm going to let us go, and I'll chat with you later. Top of the hour, Facebook One Team Global Live, and one of our leaders will be sharing some information with you.